Hello, Guardians. Today is September 30th, 2022. My name's Dan Finnity, and welcome to Destiny Digest. Today, we have an interview with Lavender of the Destiny 2 Tarot Project after the news. I also have a special giveaway at the end of the episode for one keen listener to receive a Scientia Illuminata emblem courtesy of Bungie. Bungie will be releasing a new hotfix 6.2.0.7 on October 4th at 9am Pacific. To alleviate some of the pressure in acquiring Season of Plunder weapon patterns, the Double Perk Weapon Spoils Crew Upgrade will now give you a Deep Sight modded weapon the first time you focus a weapon each week. The Deep Sight modded weapon from the Hidden Compartment Crew Upgrade will now appropriately refresh at the weekly reset. Next Tuesday will also mark the return of the Grandmaster Nightfalls. Individuals who have completed their Conqueror Seals in seasons past will be able to gild the title on day one thanks to the catch-up node. Players who have yet to achieve the Conqueror title will need to complete all six GMs over the next six weeks to earn the title. Next week's Adept Weapon offerings are the Militia's Birthright Grenade Launcher and the Mindbender's Ambition Shotgun. In wider gaming news, Google will be shutting down its streaming service Stadia on January 18th, 2023. Sounds like Google didn't let their developers know this news, with Bungie putting out a statement that they themselves weren't aware of this change before Thursday's announcement. Google has said that they will be giving full refunds to anyone who made purchases on the platform. Luckstruck9 said that the service that he runs using Stadia to trade off various checkpoints for in-game activities will continue uninterrupted until that date, and that his team are looking into other platforms to continue offering that service. Now we turn to learn more about the Destiny 2 Tarot Project with Lavender. Why don't we have you introduce yourself, uh, what you do in the community for Destiny 2, and uh, where people can find you on the internet. Okay, yeah, um, my name is Lavender. Uh, You can find me at LavenderArts underscore on Twitter. Uh, or Lavender Arts pretty much anywhere else. Uh, <laughs> I've been playing Destiny for almost a year to the day, actually. Oh, sick. Uh, yeah. So generally, generally new to the community. Yeah, pretty new. But um, I really wanted to meet more of my artist peers. So mm-hmm. I've basically been churning out Destiny fan art for an entire year. <laughs> amazing. Amazing, amazing. So like, what what led you to destiny 2 like what was the thing that in 2021 made you go you know what that seems like a cool cool place to be (laughs) uh my best friend dragged me in kicking and screaming i had (laughs) briefly tried destiny before uh before they sunset the red war stuff but i didn't have a Mm -hmm. gaming computer at the time so uh it kept crashing on me in the middle of the mission and i gave up for a couple (sighs) years i know yeah now i'm so salty because i never really got to play red war (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah yeah, but uh, I, I started it to just have more time to spend with him, and eventually mm-hmm. I got pulled into a clan full of really great people, and this is now the way that I spend the majority of my free time. That's awesome. That's amazing. So, like, um, I'm assuming that you started art before <laughs> before <laughs> Destiny 2. <laughs> what? <laughs> looking at, looking at um, I, I'm looking at your Twitter right now, and mm-hmm. just seeing a lot of your work... You have a very good grasp of like the human figure. Thank um, you. The coloring 
on these feel like a um like a storybook almost like so, or something that you would see from like like an illustration of Wizards of the Coast a little bit with in some of your colors. Where did when did you start making art and like did you get an illustration like from an early age or mm-hmm. Well, thank you. That's really sweet. Um yeah, I basically been drawing for as long as I can remember uh Mm -hmm. but I didn't start taking it really seriously until I went to college Mm -hmm. um and now that I'm out of college it's actually what I do for work um which is pretty crazy all in and of itself but um yeah I've been learning I mean I'm turning 26 this year I've been learning for pretty much 20 years just watching other people do it and (laughs) trying to follow along yeah, and it's like it is. You're it is very impressive the the work that you've done. Thank so, you. I guess the next question is, uh, why a tarot deck? Uh well, I've done a couple of these before for different pieces of media that I enjoy. Tarot is just. I mean, I'm not like super into the spiritual aspect of it. Like, I don't really read tarot myself, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as a visual language, it's just really, really interesting to me. And a lot of what I try to put a lot of effort into in my work is just getting an emotion across. And I think the kind of symbology of tarot can be a really good shorthand for that. Yeah, I I get that completely. One of my next questions was like, so you would, uh, when you guys had set this project up, it seems like you guys had already chosen figures to be on uh, different cards. Mm-hmm. Was there any, did you, did you talk with anybody about like the, the meanings behind the characters on the card specifically? Cause I know in tarot it like, that is kind of a big portion yeah. of, of the tarot, but how did you decide what characters would go on what card? Honestly, that's my second favorite part after like reviewing <laughs> applications is deciding yeah, yeah, yeah. who goes where. Um, but uh, my two co-moderators, my best friend Jesse, who got me into playing Destiny, and mm-hmm. uh, our friend Lee, um, I spoke with both of them because they've been playing Destiny for much longer than I have. So they have more context on some of the characters that I either never met or only have met in more recent briefly seasons. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and so like i had more of the information about the meaning of each tarot card and they had the character knowledge so we all just kind of sat down and i had some solid ideas like for example one of my cards was the fool with crow and mm-hmm. that was really the first idea that set me off on wanting to do this so i put down what I could and then I got their input for things that I couldn't really choose or wasn't super clear. So it was definitely a collaborative effort. That's amazing. So how many artists did you work with over the span of this entire project? Looking at the um, community project guidelines, like Mm -hmm. it looks like you guys have been spending months and months preparing this, getting ready to head out. Was it 78 different artists for each of the like one for each card or Uh, did some of them double up? Yeah. Some people doubled up. We couldn't quite get 78 people, which honestly is a relief because that is a lot of cats to herd. That is a lot of cats to herd. (laughs) I wouldn't envy you. (laughs) Yeah. I have done ones before where it was 78 people and it's just Mm -hmm. a lot. Um, I think we ended up having 
about 60 exactly. So uh, mm-hmm. I doubled up. A few other people did just to make sure that we could get the whole thing out, which was really great. So through all this, you, you said that you've done a couple of the tarot projects before for other communities. What, mm-hmm. where, um, what other uh, IP, I guess, is the, is the <laughs> correct word <laughs> have, you, have you done? Uh, let's see. I think my very first one was for JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. It was like five okay. years ago. Oh, uh, that's dope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, that's really what got me into managing these kinds of projects. I've done probably like one a year since. Uh, mm-hmm. And last year I did one for Vocaloid, if you have any idea what that is. <laughs> kind of? Not yeah, really. The, Explain. The, uh, Japanese computer program that sings, basically. Oh! Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Hakuni Mitsu. Yeah, Hatsune Miku. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, there we go. Never mind. Yeah, I knew I got it wrong somewhere. <laughs> I had all the right syllables. It's fine. I well, that's okay. <laughs> but well, that's really rad. So, um, I guess like, did it deepen your connection to Destiny through the, this entire project? Did it make you want to learn more about like maybe some of the lore and some of the characters? Yeah, I really think it did. I mean, um, I think one of the most profound changes as a result of this was that I I came into Destiny during Season of the Lost, and mm-hmm. like right away my favorite character was Crow. So I was yeah. very suspicious of Mara as a character, and I really didn't like her. <laughs> as you but, should be. As right. you should be. <laughs> but um, the combination of Witch Queen coming out and hanging out with other people in the community who had a different viewpoint on her because they had played Destiny 1 and they had been around for Destiny 2. They actually understood what the Mara Senna was talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that really changed my mind. And like now she's super interesting and cool to me, whereas mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, please go away every time she was <laughs> around before. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah, but I, I have been like scouring Ishtar collective over the course of this just like reading random lore and stuff it has definitely gotten me more interested in it that is an amazing site like shout out to baxter and all of them for maintaining it because it's it's huge and like in the game i feel like it's it's a little bit more reflective now around red war it didn't it the lore of destiny felt like more grimdark Mm -hmm. than necessarily some of the like kate of it all you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's he was kind of like the Mickey Mouse of Destiny. So it was it's we're getting to a point now where it's it, the game's in story lore and everything is getting a little bit more along the lines of of the lore and I'm I'm very stoked on it. Do you have like yeah. a specific piece of lore that you that you've enjoyed finding so far? Uh I couldn't like name one, but I mm-hmm. really have enjoyed learning more about uh, characters like Keitel and Savathun mm-hmm. and some of the other antagonists that we've come up against like recently. It's been really interesting to get a different perspective on them. And even characters like Mizrax, you know, who's mm-hmm. having a lot of story stuff come up in this season in particular. Like, oh, yeah. To me, he's just some random guy, but, <laughs> you know, I didn't even really get to play Season of the Splicer, but uh, he's, you know, he's got a lot of depth and it's just really, really great to be able to find those lore bits and um, just understand more about what's going on in the game. 
if people wanted to find this project and download it on their own, I know it's it's not like together as like a a bundleable product because I'm sure there's some IP issues. <laughs> there. Oh, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, where can people get the uh, tarot deck? Uh, well, if you want to download it, it is all available in a Google Drive folder, and you just go to Destiny Two Tarot on Twitter, and our pin tweet has a link to that. Uh, folder where you can download all the cards. You can print them out yourself if you want to. Uh, there's a PDF that has all the artist credits and stuff. So it's all right there. Yeah, it's fantastic. Well, it's 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 been a pleasure having you. Um, yeah, thanks for is, having me. Do you have anybody that you want to shout out? Oh yeah, I mean, you know, everybody did such a great job. Uh, I highly encourage people to please check out all the artists that worked on it. But um, especially my co-moderator uh lee at new baby fly on twitter i mean mm-hmm. lee put together the pdf and designed the card border and was just so so helpful in a lot of the technical aspects of things and they have been a huge support for me while we were all doing this so shout out to them for sure thanks so much to lavender for giving of their time and also go check out the destiny 2 tarot project there's a lot of wonderful art through there on a final note This week marked the final episode of the Planet Destiny podcast. For those of you who know, I worked as a producer, editor, and host for the show for around four years. It was fun to hang out every week with TBL and Nim. Sometimes Aura and Moon would hop in and talk about this game that we all love. I learned a lot about production and community building by being a part of that team, and I'm grateful for every minute of it. PD leaving seems like an epoch of the community passing, much like how I felt when Guardian and Crucible radios both close their doors. The community is better for having these types of institutions to help point it in the right direction when it comes to feedback and understanding, and that's something I aspire to make here with all of you. I'll continue to make this show in as high a quality as I can, and thank you all for your support to this point. I think we hit over a thousand listens this past week, which just blows my mind. With all that said, my name is Dan Finity. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, where the eyes are else. You can catch me three days a week on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Infinity, helping Guardians do pinnacle and endgame PvE activities. GM's coming next week. If you'd like to support the show, remember to rate and review on your podcast platform of choice. It's free and fun. This show is also listener supported. So if you'd like to give a few bucks a month to keep the lights on, head on over to coffee.com forward slash Infinity. All links are in the notes for the episode. Thank you so much for listening. NV7, 4TM, 49. And I hope you find what you're grinding for. <laughs>